0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. Uh, Katie, I have to tell you a big thank you. Um, So a couple of weeks ago, you may remember, I had a panic and called you like, oh "Oh my gosh, my kid's not sleeping. What is going on? And I remembered, so Sam just hit six months, and I remember that around six months, River had a spell where she wasn't sleeping.
1: Worst couple months of my life. Yes.
0: And you said, which, you know, and, you know, I think you were like, Karen, um, you you probably know all this, but I will say it again for you because apparently you're in like that bad of a situation. Um, it will get better. It will work itself out. It's probably nothing. Have you tried ABCDE, which I tried ABCDE, all of them. Uh, anyway, good news. It got better after a couple of weeks of sleepless nights I don't know, something clicked, and now Sam is sleeping through the night again. Yeah. Why Why these kids go through these spells, I will never understand. But here we are, and it appears life is back to normal for no yes. reason.
1: Well, uh, I was, like, laughing because, of course, you have four kids. I have one kid. Um. So it was, like, cracking me up that you were asking me for advice because I was, like, um, like, uh, you know all of the things, like, you know what to
0: silver- do, Karen
1: more than I do. Yeah. Uh, and I said, okay, are you using like a sleep suit? Do you have a sound machine? Is there a pass All the things you're like, yep, yep, yep. And I was like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know. I, I've told this story. I feel like a thousand times on this podcast, just that, uh, there was a period in which river did was up like every hour for like three or four months, three or four months in my life. And it was brutal. And then all of a sudden, literally. Like magic, one night she went to bed, and I feel like I need to knock on wood. With very little variation, the girl has slept through the night pretty much since that point of, And now she's four. You know, she's still I just was telling you before we started recording that, you know, she's she now she's waking up with night terrors. but it's nothing like that like baby baby phase where, I mean, you know, you just have to wait it out. It's a good lesson for like every if you if you have a new baby, if you're expecting right now. And I mean, Karen, I don't need to tell you this, like there will likely be another time when Sam like maybe goes through. I feel like that first year there's a lot of transitions and mm-hmm. you know, there there may be another period of time in which Sam does not sleep again and you will remember this conversation and remember that this too Shall pass, my friend.
0: Well, I'm sharing this with everyone just to say that there are going to be moments where even if you have multiple children, you panic and have to call your mom friend and be like, (laughs) call your mom, talk me off off the ledge. What is going on? This is going to get better, right? Because when you are in and you know this better than anyone, Katie, when you are in those periods where something has changed and your routine is off or your kid's routine is off and you're not sleeping, it is like you just can't think straight you were like i yes. don't know what day it is i don't know what's going on no. can i no. get back to normal like you were just in a funk and sometimes you just have to have someone tell you you're doing everything right it will pass calm down give it a couple of weeks and it'll probably be better and yeah. here we
1: and i um i think the hardest we talked a little bit about this the hardest part is for, was always for me because i'm like somebody who like thrives on a routine is like the unpredictability of it like will you know, how many times is, like, River going to be up tonight? Like, what will my night be like? If someone could just tell you, like, listen, listen, listen. In 17 really? nights, your yeah. child, like, you just got to get through the next 17 days, and then she will, like, sleep through the night. Or you just need to get through the next, like, six days. Like, I think I could, like, but it's, like, kind of, oh, yeah. like, you, it's, it's, like, just the, the unknown. The un-freaking-known is just so, so hard. Weird. And when it's you're actually rich, It feels you're, like you're, you're, forever.
0: Yeah, and yeah. you just feel like you can't wrap your head around like, oh, um, And of course, you go to like, oh my gosh, what if what if he's still doing this in two months? Yeah, like what if the, yeah. da, da, da. you know? And and it doesn't, of course, help that. And I told you this earlier. You know the other kids, and again, like you said, like they'll wake up. Oh, I had a nightmare. Can you take me back to bed? Oh, you know whatever. And that's like a one-off, you know, you right. take them back down, tuck them back in. And that's usually like,
1: you know, a three minute episode, right. right? That's a three minute, like, oh, you want me to sing you a song and pat your head? Cool, cool. You know? And but obviously, when they're babies, parents,
0: yeah, you yeah. don't know what he needs. You don't know how long it's going to last.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to update you that all is back to I mean, I think like as good as normal for this yeah. for this phase of life. Like, am I sleeping wonderfully through the night every night? Absolutely not. But like is right. Sam mostly sleeping through the night and the other kids mostly sleeping through the night and this is pretty much as good as we're gonna get for a while. Yeah. Yes. So well-
1: and again, the lesson is he- here is like, it doesn't matter how many kids you have, how seasoned as a mom you are, like, it's you still, just, it. it's, it's like a rite of, <laughs> it's like a rite of passage that, you know, if it could be your first kid or your like eighth kid and you're still doing this. So, yeah. But congratulations for like pulling through. I mean, what what other choice do you have? But, you, yeah. you have none. I mean, you could really lose it. I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. You have no choice. Actually, yeah. you have no choice. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, again, uh, call me. Then I was like, maybe you should try some essential oils. <laughs> we're like, okay, all right. Talk to you later. I was like, okay, that was like my next like suggestion. But I was anyway, like, yeah. Let me, let me like go through the next couple of weeks, if yeah, I really like, oh, suggest like, I'll ask you more about,
0: about this.
1: Listen, when your kid won't sleep, I tried everything: music, different like stuff on CDs, like um, uh, like infusers. I tried everything. None of it works. Yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: Um, first article today is from CNBC. This is interesting. Uh, it's called, I talked to 70 parents who raised highly successful adults. Here are the four things they never did when their kids were young. And, you know, I love a good, like, do this, don't do this. Like, right, I love it when right, it's just black right, and white. Here's right, the list. I'm right. like, People okay.
1: Exactly what to do. Okay. Got exactly. It. Yep.
0: Um, so this author did some research for a book. Um, it's called Raising an Entrepreneur. But during this research gathering period, the author talked to, you know, dozens of parents. Okay, here's the four things that you should never do when your kids are young. Treat your kid's hobby as a waste of time. Never make all the choices for your kids. Never prize money or high paying degrees over happiness. And never neglect financial literacy. So let's break those down a little bit. Of course, right. too, and he, he said young kids, and I'm like, I mean, I'm not talking to my kids about financial literacy yet. Uh, so I don't know. No,
1: but I mean, I think you can say things like when your kids want all the stuff at the like the like sure. all the stuff at the grocery store. Listen, like we're on a budget. Like that mm-hmm. doesn't make sense right now. That's you true. Know? Yeah, I guess.
0: Um right. but the last two, and he kind of noted that like, yeah, these might seem that they're opposites, but really they do kind of go together. Um You know, just making sure you're not making it seem like a lot of money, high paying jobs. Those things are what's like only important in life. Um, And the last one about financial literacy, like you said, just kind of laying the groundwork for, you know, you got to work hard to make money to pay for things like, you know, it doesn't come easy. We can't just buy everything we want. Um, Not cheating the kid's hobby as a waste of time. I thought was interesting. And it said even like video games. Uh, you know, whether they want to do debate, whether they want to do karate, whatever it is they want to do, um, make sure you value that and say, yeah, like if you're working hard at something and trying to get better at something, and that's something you enjoy and are passionate about, do it. Like, let's do it. We're all in.
1: This reminds me, I have a niece, um, who is really into Minecraft. Do you know what that is? It's like a game that people play. Um, and it drives my sister-in-law crazy. And she's good at it. And like, she has like computers built for her to like play these games. And I'm like, listen, you know, and it's like always the topic of conversation. Is she playing too much? Is she doing this? I'm like, what if this is like, she's going to become like this huge, like Software. gamer like, yeah. or de- like dev- game developer. Like, it's just interesting. Like sometimes she'll like, when I see, I only see her a couple of times a year, but she'll like sit down and try to like talk to me about it. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like I, like, I don't like, I have no idea what you're saying, but I can see that you're very passionate about it. And it just makes me think it's one of those things that like in like 10 years, she's going to be like, my family thought I was crazy and ignored me. And now look at me. I'm like this you know, like famous gamer or, you know, I make these games. I'm like a developer. So I I always think of her. Um, and I do like right now, obviously rivers four. So if I like treated, you know, I mean, like right now I like, she were into like Pegasuses, unicorns, and like trying on dresses 65 times a day. So if like, these are rivers hobbies, like Whew. Okay, all right. Um, but I think there is some validation. I think there's some truth to that, especially because like if uh, you know if that's what your kid is really passionate about, like why would you want to crush that, right? And who knows how that is going to turn out as the years go on, right?
0: I think yeah. I think the hard part is um, if they're choosing something that you don't love. Like yeah. Example, or like you know a sport or a thing that you're like, oh, I really do not want to be a blank mom. You know, of whatever yeah. activity it is. Um, the other thing, and I'll say this: so, Ellery is really into ballet, as you know. Um, and she all the time, if you ask her what she's gonna be when you she grows up, she'll say a ballerina. Okay. And um, and reading this article made me feel like you know, and I'm never like, oh, you're never gonna, you're not, you're not gonna be good enough, girl. Um, I always say, oh, okay, that'd be great. Like if that's what you end up doing, that'd be wonderful. But I do, I do kind of wonder: is there, is there a day? when you, you know, kind of make things a little bit more realistic for the girl. I mean, Henry, every, th- every sport he plays, he's like, uh, I think I'm gonna do that in the Olympics now. I mean, obviously there are six and yeah. seven, it's a long ways off, right? But it, it is interesting to think about, like you wanna fully support them, but I'm sure there's gonna come a time in life where, you know, maybe they don't make a team in high school or like something happens and they're gonna have to kind of like break it to them, like, hey, <laughs> FYI, you're probably not gonna be doing this in the Olympics. You're so probably not I, a professional ballerina,
1: but maybe it's not. She doesn't become a professional ballerina. I will say this: um, River and uh, Elleray go to the same take ball. They're not in the same yes. ballet class, but they take at the uh, same class. you know yes. dance classes at the same conservatory. I I, don't know, I think I told you this. I actually know two girls who just gradua- who graduated who were who graduated high school went to that same place for dance lessons, and they're twins, and they're going on dance scholarships to college. Really? Well, that's good to know. So, I mean, you know, the chances... You got it. I mean, what I'm saying is, is like, you know, just like everything, the chances of Ellery being like a professional ballerina, maybe slim, although not impossible, but Have you seen
0: my dancing and Gregory's dancing. It's normal. well,
1: I'm the, trust me, Brian and I are like the exact same way. So yes. Uh, but, um, you know, maybe, maybe it translates into saving you some, uh, coin. Well, and in
0: it, yeah. Cause we all know we're going to need, um, I think the bigger thing too, is just, you know, whether she makes it or not in any of these things, you know, you're teaching the discipline, the hard work, Absolutely. The, um, how to take a loss, you know, all of those things, teamwork, all of those things that you just need to support whatever their, their passion is and really teach them that like, yeah, you should like do what you're passionate about in life, right? Like, what are we here for? If we're not supposed to be doing what
1: makes us happy, especially when you're like four or seven, I mean, like that's your like work, right. Is like, you know, playing and enjoying your life. Um, one of the other things I thought this, um, number three, it's talking mm-hmm. about what parents did that were you know so successful they never prized money or high-paying degrees over happiness i think in especially in this climate society time we're living in that's really i mean i think everybody is wanting to do that in fact brian and brian and i'll be like where do you think river's gonna like go to college what if, and sometimes i have to say like what if river doesn't, doesn't- go to college like, what if she doesn't want to go to college? What if she wants to learn a trade? And I think as a parent, as someone who went to college, both of us, um, you are like, oh, gosh, that would be such a disappointment. But I really, you know, you got to suspend that disappointment and let your kids sort of, you know, it's not about where you went to school or how much money you make or what your degree is in. It's, you know, and you can still be successful, right? You don't have to have all the money in the world or have, you know, this huge career to be Successful, I guess it just you know what's your definition of success, you know? So right, right.
0: Um, yeah, I I thought these were you know they were good points and there are points that I hadn't really thought of. Yeah. Like if, when I read the headline, I was like, oh, I'm probably gonna know what these are, but yeah. I was like, oh, caught me off guard a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think they're good. Um, so there you go. Never do those four things, and our children will be successful.
1: They'll be successful. You go be a ballerina, Ray. You Get it, it. Alire. Yeah. It. Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's com slash wondery. Moms, the word. So my mom mom, 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 Uh, is this nut butter? <laughs> <laughs> Did not see
0: that one coming.
1: It's an almond butter, and I freaking love it. Like, sometimes Brian is like, Dude, we like go through we go through a container of it once a week. That's how much we talking I love about it. like peanut, like peanut butter ish, or like butter butter ish. It's almond butter. It's almond butter. Although it's called they call it a nut butter. Um, it's so the brand is RX Nut Butter, and the flavor is vanilla almond butter. You've seen this. Um, if I showed you the packaging, you would see it. They have like RX bars too. I think they started out with like these protein bars and then they kind of moved into these. They have a couple of other flavors of their nut butter. You can get it anywhere. Like I get mine at Harris Teeter. You can get them at Target. You can get it on Amazon because I was looking at it today. Um, and so right on the, the, you'll know it because right on the container, it has like their main ingredients. So it's like egg whites, almonds, a date. And then no BS is, like, their other, like, tagline, right? Like, no BS. Um, and nine grams of protein. And it's, I don't know, it's literally, and I was like, am I the only one who loves this? And so today when I was looking to see how much it costs, I noticed that, like, all the reviews on everything is, like, five stars. I'm not the only one who loves this.
0: Wait, so what do I, I, put, it questions. Do I put it on? Do I put it on toast? Do I put, put it on toast, I put it on toast?
1: Crackers, pretzels, apples, okay. Whatever you want, whatever whatever you would put peanut butter on. What do you like eat peanut butter on?
0: Yeah, everything. We actually eat a lot of peanut butter and bananas in our house, but I bet we could do it on banana.
1: Yeah, it's and it's way healthier. It's delicious. Rx not butter, the flavor, and there's like a maple flavor, and there's another flavor, but my favorite is uh, vanilla. Is the vanilla almond butter.
0: Okay, I'm going to
1: get $8.39 for a container. I'm going to
0: tell um Bennett that River eats it, and then she'll eat it. If, Will if she I eat tell
1: it? it? Okay, listen. We have regular peanut butter, and if I see anybody using, like, my my almond butter, I'm like, what? The, you know that there's, like, regular peanut butter in the cupboard. Like, why are you eating my, like... Special peanut butter.
0: Well, this is funny, real quick. So you know, we Gregory, there's a couple of things at the grocery that he's like adamant that I have to buy a specific brand. You know, like a, like we're pretty cheap, like a lot, lot yeah. a lot. But yeah. I'll just get the store brand. But he's like, you have got to buy, we have to buy Jif. Like you cannot eat any other peanut butter except Jif. Like, what? why would you? Like, what 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 are you doing with your life if you're not yeah. eating peanut butter? Yeah. And we go through a lot of peanut butter in our house. So anyway, so there was like a, I don't know, somehow like this supply chain, whatever, GIF was like unavailable. What? All right.
1: Oh, so I, had you know, I feel like there was a GIF recall a couple of weeks Maybe ago. Maybe that's that what, what the issue I don't know.
0: Maybe. I don't know. For some reason, okay. I couldn't get it. And I was like, Gregory, the GIF's out. And he's like, I don't know what we're going to do. And so I bought like Peter Pan or whatever. And yeah. it was a big deal. Anyway, right yesterday at the um, when I was doing my online order, and Jif was back. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I should get like seven of them just in case yeah. it like happens again. Yeah. Anyway. So we got Jif back. I is right in the world again. We're we're going to make it through.
1: It is funny. Um, especially if you have kids, like how passionate you can get about peanut butter. I think one of the worst things is school's about to start again. And it's like, now we're back to like the sun butter, you know, cause river can't have, you can't put any peanut butter uh, in her lunchbox. And like, does anybody really like that? Like sun butter? Have you had this?
0: No, um, but you know, once you get to the to big kid's school, um, it depends on your class. Like last year, both neither, there was neither, no allergies in either of my kids' classes. So we could send peanut butter.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. I just think, I think it might be a, just a blanket roll at Rivers Preschool. I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. But it was like, both Nanny and I were like, well, yeah. this really sucks. I mean, we didn't say it to River, um, but yeah. So yeah, anyway. it's That to be a
0: big step down from Jeff, let me tell you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, my mom's RX nut butter, the vanilla almond flavor, try it, Greg, try it. If you're listening to this, let me know how you feel. I mean, I think it's better than Jeff.
0: I'm going to order it.
1: Yeah. The protein's better too.
0: Okay. I mean, I'm all in.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So next article.
0: You know, Um, like pretty much every moms you tell me you share on this podcast, I just buy it like right away. Really? Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah.
1: What about my books? Do you buy my books?
0: Unless, well, no, I don't buy your book because I can't, I, as I said, I have no time to read. Um, although the only thing I don't buy is if it's like, you know, too expensive.
1: More than 10 bucks? Well,
0: uh, no, more than like
1: 20 or 30. Okay. Well, like there, this is only eight. Clean, thir- I feel like peanut butter can be kind of expensive. So, or like nut it butter can be. be kind of expensive. So, I don't feel like this is too bad. Although, I, now that I said it aloud, it's not that big of a container and it, it's like almost nine bucks. So, I mean, I'll try it. Okay. Let me know. Don't let your kids eat it. Like, that's the key. It's like you give them the store-bought brand and you take like the good stuff. That's what I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, this next article is: um, You Don't Have to Lose Yourself to Be a Good Mom, from Her View from Home. Um, this woman says: There is nothing wrong with losing yourself in motherhood, diving it headfirst, serving your kids and spouse endlessly never asking for a break, being proud for providing an amazing childhood for your kids and allowing them to and allowing mom to become your entire identity. But what if you don't want that? When did this become the standard of motherhood we are all expected to achieve? Why does society say the best moms are the ones that 110% physically and emotionally are available for her kids all the time and never do anything for themselves? Um, She talks about how I, I yeah she has a couple of kids. um for the first five years she just made motherhood her ent- entire identity and she was miserable. And so she went to therapy and the therapist advised her like, hey, like you've got to do some things that you enjoy as well what if that means like skipping a practice or skipping the game, if that means taking some time for yourself one of my faves, which I'm I, like I'm, I want this is gonna happen one of these mother's days she she talks about for Mother's Day she goes and stays in a hotel instead of like, You know, the obligatory, you have to spend all day with your children on Mother's Day. I think we
0: should do it next Mother's Day. I think we should just get a hotel and get some girls and just like.
1: Let's do do it. it. And I feel like Greg and Brian will be on board. You know, I just will say it's your day. Brian, do whatever you want, right? Right. On Father's Day, Brian spent the whole day mountain biking. He didn't have to like submit to all the, you know, Mm -hmm. Father's Mm -hmm. Day tropes or Mother's Day tropes.
0: Yeah. Um, I love this article. What I had a couple quotes that I really, that really hit deep. Um, uh, I was a wife before I became a mother, but society often tells you that even that takes a backseat to your kids. I think this is a really good point. And I think a lot of people talk about, you know, yes, you don't have to sacrifice yourself for your kids, but can we talk about how your marriage is sacrificed? Like, you know, I just feel like when you have kids that just like, like that quote says, takes a back seat yeah. and she says in here, I don't want to like, once my kids are off, uh, grown up in a way at college, realize that I've got like a shell of a marriage and I've like neglected my husband. We even neglected our relationship for the past, whatever, 20 years. Um, I really feel that I I just don't know how to like fix it (laughs) because I feel like that's happening you know it's just hard like we don't do a lot of date nights we don't get a lot of time to ourselves I mean honestly there's so many nights where it's you know one of us can go to bed early the other one does all the stuff and just so that we can survive right we're just in survival mode um but I think that's, that's a point that I think sometimes gets lost. Like, yes, we often lose ourselves amongst our kids and their priorities, but also our relationship gets lost a little bit too.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think you should cut yourself a little bit of a break because I think you and Greg, I mean, you have like a six month old, uh, I mean, like you just like you are like right now you're in the thick of it. I think the point is, is like, once you're able to like, you know, get your head above water a little bit, uh, like you need to remember that kind of stuff. It's not always going to be like this, you right. know, but like I think, it's not I always
0: think gonna even, be like I, I think you're right. But I also think a lot of people, even when they get out of the baby stage, like don't really put that emphasis back on their marriage. Right. Yeah. Cause it's something you have to work out. Like you have to make it a priority. You have to say, I'm going to get a sitter or we're going to like plan this time to do this or, you know, whatever it is. Um, the other quote I liked, I'm still allowed to dream and do it with my kids in tow. Yeah. And I think that I don't know. I just think it's so hard. I sometimes I feel like there's so much happening in my life. I can't even think about myself. I can't even think about what are my dreams? What are what am I wanting? What am I going for? What am I doing? But I think you have to kind of remind yourself to stop and do that, right? Yeah. Yep. Um OK, last article for the day, OK? My in-laws constantly criticize my parenting. How can I get them to stop? Um, so I will say this, and I think I've said this before on the podcast. Um, we are fortunate I have good in-laws. You know, they, they're, they I don't feel like they criticize too much my parenting. Um, but I can totally see where this author is coming from, and I think there are a lot of folks who do have to deal with this. Um, she talks about a trip with her family, the in-laws intentionally and unintentionally criticizing her parent parenting. For her, it was a lot about safety. Like they would say when the kid was on the playground, aren't you worried about her being up there? Can she do that? And, you know, every time they go up and down the stairs be careful on the stairs, even though the kids are like six and 10 and like, yeah, like, they walk up and down stairs now. Um, so the, this was like sent into a column and the person giving the advice said, ignore all of this as hard as it may be, bite your tongue, don't engage just as much as your in-laws criticize your parenting and say things like that. Just ignore it. Yeah. You know, move on. And she even said the the person writing the advice, if you want to bring it up, you can, but I'm just going to go ahead and say, it's probably not going to get anywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: Do you agree? Do you think that's the right? Uh, No. So
1: this is what I think. As I think, even if you don't have in-laws that try to give you, who try to criticize your parenting, like there's always somebody out there who's who. You know, people are so critical of. I mean, just look look at social media. People are so critical of moms, Mm -hmm. parents, but moms. Um, And I think this is the thing. Is like by the time the kids are six and ten, I think it happened a lot. Not my in-laws. Um. I think, but other people were critical when river was a baby. Does that make sense? Like people are always trying to tell you like, well, this is like the sleep training method that worked for me. And this is like what you should do. And this is what you need to do. And this is what you, you know, and I think the part, part about it is, is when you're a new mom and you have a new baby, it's really, um, it's hard and it's confusing and that's a really annoying time. And I think this, I mean, I think, I, I think, the woman writing this advice article, um, it, I, yeah, you just have to ignore it. You literally have to ignore it. I was just at the hair salon a couple of weeks ago and the woman sitting next to me was pregnant. And, um, so was that, so this, my hairstylist was there and then there was a hairstylist like doing her hair who is also pregnant. So anyway, she was like, Katie, I mean, like, right. Like, don't you feel like everybody tries to give you like all this advice? And I was like, yes, everybody tries to give you all the advice and you just have to do, what is right for you and your family and like, why even bother to address people like your in-laws? Like I, yeah. I mean, why would you even like go there to defend yourself? I just, I think just ignoring it is the best policy. Right. I do remember this. I was thinking about this, you know, um, I was really into the happiest baby on the block when Mm -hmm. River was like her first, like three to six months. And it talks about all, it's like the five S's. Right. And one of them is like or the sound machine And River, like all babies, like that was like her jam is like a really loud sound machine. I remember my father-in-law came to visit. He was like, oh, like, are you like worried that's going to like hurt her hearing? And I was like, no, like this is like what the baby was like, you know, hearing in the womb. And I remember thinking like he was like legitimately like. I don't know, you know, concerned, like concerned mm-hmm. for river, you know, which at the time it like didn't bother me. Cause I, you know, when he was having kids, like, I don't know that like, it was like a, f- a sound machine on a phone. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So it was like yeah, loud yeah. in yeah. her, in her car seat. And so I'm sure he was like, I'm just like, this is crazy. Like, it's really loud. And I've never seen this before. Um So, you know, I think that like uh, it's also probably like a generational thing as well. That's like if your in-laws thing. are critic, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm sure, by the way, like, this is a good lesson for us when, when, and if we're lucky enough to have grandkids, like shut your mouth, just yeah. let, let, let them do their thing. Well, you I think know? that's the other
0: really hard thing, especially with in-laws is they're like, we didn't do this for you and you turned right. out fine. Like right. whatever the things are, um, right. yeah, which I get, I get, but I, yes, to your point, you know, things have changed. Maybe there's some different ideas or, or tricks or methods now that weren't around right. that and right. Yeah, like, we've got to do what, what's best for our family. But it is, right. I, I do think there's a lot of that generational, especially with in-laws, of are you sure you don't want to do it this way, and this worked really well with you, or your,
1: you know, no, siblings or whatever. Need to like, And I think, like I said, I think the advice is, like, why, you know, no, I wouldn't even address it. I would just ignore them. Just
0: mm-hmm. ignore them. Like, and that would... can't be hard, right? There's sometimes where people are, like, being critical of your kids, and you're like, you just want to be like, stop it. I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. You know, and you know, bite back, but yeah, you just have to bite your tongue.
1: Yeah, win of the week.
0: We, the, the Zach Black family, does a re- big reunion with all the mm-hmm. Zach Blacks every yeah. other year. And the two years ago was newly COVID,
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: we had to miss it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: so we hadn't been to one of these family reunions in four years, and we just got to go a couple weeks ago. And it was amazing. And, you know, it was one of those things where when you when you skip one and you don't get to see these people. I mean, these are people that live all over the country, California, all over in different states. And when you're all together like that, there's just something to be said for family and for that time together. And you just realize it when you like it really hit that we missed it the last time. Right. So nice. And for a couple of reasons. You know, it's so fun to, you know, these started when I was a little kid and I got to hang out with my cousins for a week, which was fun, right? And now we're seeing these cousins, my generation's kids doing the same thing, playing together. You know, cause cause River has cousins, how fun it is that when your kids are playing with their cousins and getting along and teaching each other things, that's just awesome. Yeah. The other really nice thing is because we've got so many people and there's such a big gap in age. Now, a lot of my cousins, their kids are teenagers. They're in college, so they don't have to do the baby stuff anymore. And they will gladly take my baby and help, you know. So it was so nice because it really was a break. Right. There were so many people there to watch all of the kids. Like never at one point was I worried about any of them, you know, um, because somebody would just pick up Sam and change his diaper if he needed it or feed him if, if I asked. And anyway so it was just a really nice time and it was fun to see the kids playing with their cousins. It was fun to like get to catch up with all our our family who we hadn't seen in a while. So anyway, it was a big win. It was a wonderful, wonderful time together. Yay! So it makes you just like so happy that these things can happen again. Um, and I yeah, anyway it's it was just a really nice week. so
1: and nobody was critical of your parenting.
0: No, no one I think I think you know, it's funny. I think all of the. Um, my parents generation all the aunts and uncles i'm sure i i would love to hear i bet you they have like a a side conversation like right. a week later, like can you believe you know so and so feeding their kids such and such and doing this and this is what they used but whatever they didn't tell it to us so um everything was talk,
1: talked amongst themselves
0: i'm sure they do i'm sure they probably are like I not believe they do it that way. Right. But I think there's just kind of like that unwritten rule of like, okay, the grandparents like let us do our thing. They were very like helpful when asked. There was one day that we did like a ladies luncheon and all the dads watched the kids. Wow. And, um Gregory had to leave early so he wasn't there, but um my dad and my brother watched all four of my children for me. Um yeah, so it was it was nice. It was a nice little break and it was just nice to have that family time. So. Good. Yeah. Good.
1: I'm glad that you were able to um to enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Um, so hope everyone has a wonderful week. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, review in whatever order you choose.
1: You never get that That's, right, right? That is it, not the right order. Right, review, subscribe. I don't know. Yeah. I gotta think about yeah. that. Okay. Okay. And have a great week. Bye guys. Ankle moms.
0: the bye. bye.